On Monday, December 4th, during a public comment period at the Albany Common Council meeting, a number of residents spoke in favor of a resolution pending before the council calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza and Israel. The council will vote on the resolution at a following meeting. We hear from four speakers, former city council member Barbara Smith, two members of Jewish Voice for Peace, Marsh Mishler and Eva Agreev, and Ms. Jamel, an immigrant from India. My name is Barbara Smith. I'm here to speak this evening about the upcoming resolution for a ceasefire in Israel and Gaza. There are times in history when people have to take a stand. This is one of those times. Uh, the Albany Common Council has an opportunity to uh, speak out and also to speak to the federal government that has been sending billions of dollars of funding to Israel for decades. And now we see the extreme and egregious results of that kind of policy. There are many common councils who have passed such resolutions. Among them are Akron, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, Ypsilanti, Michigan, uh, Detroit, Michigan, Providence, Rhode Island, Seattle, Washington, Hamtramck, Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, Richmond, California, Wilmington, Delaware, and just last week, Oakland, California. As I said, this is a time for us to speak out. And uh, because we are opposed to uh, any kind of uh, human uh, destruction, particularly the destruction of human life, it is our time to speak out. Uh, we've had these opportunities in the past in history, and sometimes we've failed, and sometimes we have succeeded in taking the right stance. The Holocaust, the war in Vietnam, apartheid in South Africa. What is, this, what is happening in Gaza right now is one of those times. This is not an anti-Semitic stance. I just thought I would share with you a book. The book is called Yours in Struggle, Three Feminist Perspectives on Anti-Semitism and Racism. I'm a co-author. So in 1984, I was doing what many people still will not do, which is to speak out about anti-Semitism, but I also, of course, speak out about Islamophobia and every other kind of oppression. Good evening, members of the council. My name is Mark Mishler. To speak in favor of the upcoming resolution being submitted by council members Romero and Adams uh, in regard to calling for a ceasefire. I'm Jewish. All of my grandparents were born in Eastern Europe and emigrated here in the first decade of the 20th century. Two were from the city of Kishnev in Moldova, the site of one of the most infamous, violent anti-Semitic pogroms in the early 20th century. It is my family's community and my family's multiple cultures, the Yiddish-speaking culture of the shtetls and the more intellectual and working-class activist-oriented Jewish culture of the larger cities that the Nazis destroyed or sought to destroy in their genocide in World War II. The lessons from my Jewish heritage, which I was taught and by which I have tried to live my life, are it is because we come from a history of repression, of being considered outsiders, of being subjected to hateful violence and genocide, that we are compelled to stand up for justice, not just for Jews, but for all who have experienced or are experiencing oppression. 
I learned early that this history requires me as a Jew and as a human being to join with others in solidarity, to work to prevent genocide, war, racial, gender, ethnic, or religious-based hatred, and to fight for the human rights and liberation of all people. Um, my name is Ava Agree. I come on behalf of myself as a member of Albany's Jewish community and on behalf of Albany's chapter of Jewish Voice for Peace to speak in favor of the upcoming resolution for bilateral ceasefire. I felt compelled to speak to you today because of my Judaism. I am the granddaughter of survivors of the Holocaust um, on my father's side and on my mother's side. I am the descendant of Jews who were forced out of their homes in what is now Ukraine and Belarus by violent anti-Semitism. Throughout the history of Zionist movements, throughout the history of the state of Israel, Jewish people have hotly contested the role of Israel as a state in Jewish community and the politics of the Israeli government. Uh, that is abundantly clear if you have followed the news in recent months of the massive outpouring of protests amongst Israeli Jews in Israel contesting the actions of their government. And so I want to start my comments by reiterating that critique of what is happening right now in Gaza should not be misinterpreted as anti-Semitism. Critique is probably the most Jewish thing I can think of. And so I hope and I trust that members of this body will not silence those voices asking for an end in that violence. I know that all of you, as many in this room, have uh, been bombarded with troubling images over the last two months. And yes, I would acknowledge and condemn what happened on October 7th. Um, but as we all know, those images, that violence, has not ceased since October 7th. Uh, as was recently noticed, noted that the UN now reports that over 80% of Palestinians have been bombed out of their homes. Thousands upon thousands of children have been killed. Hospitals have been targeted. Came here today to say this is not representative of my Judaism. It is not representative of our values in the city of Albany of promoting peace, promoting inclusivity, and promoting justice and human rights. Good evening, my name is Mahek Jamil. I'm here tonight to tell you about my own lived experience. I'm not Palestinian, but I am the daughter of parents who lived through the partition of India in 1947, the largest forced human migration in history with over 15 million displaced and upwards of 1 million killed. Much has been documented about that genocide, but the human impact can never fully be captured in history books. I carry the weight of that intergenerational trauma with me every day. I know and deeply feel what it is like to have the sense of displacement embedded in your psyche. It is one thing to read about occupation and another to live it. I was last in Palestine 10 years ago in 2013. I can never forget the feeling of being held at military checkpoints, standing behind metal gates for extended periods of time while my white colleagues breezed through. 
I can never forget the feeling of being denied access to various sites throughout the West Bank, while again my colleagues were ushered in without question, without hesitation. I carry the weight of that experience every day with me as well. The weight of my responsibility as a privileged, blue passport-toting American to right the wrongs that have brutalized innocent Palestinians well before the gruesome last eight weeks. Gaza is being suffocated. This is indisputable. I don't need to rattle off more stats to you. We know we are living through what every accredited international human rights organization has acknowledged as a genocide. Full stop. I wish so badly that term wasn't accurate here, that I was using inflammatory hyperbolic language for dramatic effect. But the reality is we have surpassed original Nakba numbers with some 20,000 Palestinians killed since October. The figures are absolutely astounding. As we have all watched in horror at the atrocities unfolding in Gaza, there has been more salt poured on our wounds. Our representatives have been painfully silent, the support for local Muslim and Palestinian communities shockingly absent. I am not Palestinian, but my Pakistani-American ancestry has taught me we are destroying entire generations here, physically, metaphysically, in Palestine, and beyond. I am not Palestinian, but you don't need to be Palestinian to be appalled as the world makes excuses for acts so blatantly inexcusable as it justifies this catastrophe of historic proportions. You do not need to be Palestinian to know that the oppressor cannot also be the victim. You don't need to be Palestinian to know Israel has far exceeded any conceivable definition of self-defense with its indiscriminate killing and the collective punishment it has unleashed on citizens of the Gaza Strip. You don't need to be Palestinian to feel the anguish of a people not given the, the right to up, live. Ma'am. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.